Hello, my name is Michael, and you're listening to Forever Sound Version, a video game music podcast. Howdo, dear friends, and welcome to episode 38 of Forever Sound Version. For this episode, I'm going to be checking out something a little left of centre in the world of video games. Sega Meganet. Sega Meganet was a service launched in Japan in 1990 that allowed users to download software to run on their Sega Mega Drive via a dial-up internet connection, making it something of a pioneering system. Of course, modern gamers take the idea of downloading games from the internet for granted, but back then this was pretty radical stuff. This was even before North America's Sega Channel service started out. I first learned about Sega MegaNet through the packaging for my own Sega Mega Drive, which I must have received as a Christmas present sometime around 1993. My Mega Drive was a second-hand Japanese import. I have absolutely no idea how my mother stumbled upon it, uh, but of course the box was all in Japanese. On the rear side of the box was a mysterious section featuring information on the Sega Mega Modem peripheral, which was required to access MegaNet. I figured out that this device was capable of getting the Mega Drive hardware connected to some kind of telecommunications network. This was before I'd even heard of the World Wide Web, so as you can probably imagine, my mind was blown. The MegaNet has remained a curiosity for me, and thanks to an issue of Retro Gamer magazine from earlier this year, as well as a handful of online resources, I've been able to learn a little bit more about the software that was made available through it. The track that played us in is an odd one to say the least. If you listen to The Dyad Presents, a video game music podcast, you will know that recently The Dyad put out an episode featuring music from software for video game consoles that aren't actually games. Well, I'm performing a similar trick here, as we just heard the title theme for Mega Answer, that's A-N-S-E-R, released in 1990. Mega Answer was far from your ordinary Mega Drive cartridge, as it was in fact a home banking utility that made use of the MegaNet technology. Let's pause for a second to appreciate this. With your Sega Mega Drive, you could play Streets of Rage, Sonic the Hedgehog, and you could sort out your family's finances. Wow. Back to the games though. Indeed, the MegaNet was a service for downloading games first and foremost. The games were mostly fairly small and basic, downloading a complex, sprawling epic via early 90s dial-up was hardly going to be a goer. Nevertheless, some of the games that were available were quite interesting, and carried some good little tunes that played through the Mega Drive sound hardware. Let's dip into a soundtrack now. We're about to hear the track Puzzle Mode from the game Sonic Eraser, released in 1991. The composer is Masaru Setsumaru.
Not exactly a raging track, that one, but it has something decidedly quirky about it. Very offbeat and obtuse. Puzzle Mode for Sonic Eraser, which is a Sonic spin-off game. According to Retro Gamer magazine, this game is a bit of a dull affair. A simple puzzler with some drab graphics that doesn't really do a whole lot with Sonic. He's there, but he probably doesn't have to be. It looks a lot like Columns to me, and I have certainly enjoyed some Columns in my time, but this? I don't know, there are probably slicker puzzle games out there. And here's one of them, well, a puzzler platformer hybrid at least. Ikasuze Aino Doki Doki Penguin Land MD. That was a mouthful, wasn't it? Released in 1992. This is a smart little title that sees you control a penguin who is trying to move an egg safely from the top of a level to the bottom. It's definitely worth a look if puzzling platformers are your thing, and I understand that it is part of a small series that also has a title on the SG-1000 and MSX formats. Here's the in-game music, composed by Keisuke Tsukahara. That was In Game from Ikasuze Aino Doki Doki Penguin Land MD, available via the Sega MegaNet service. A jovial little number that has an almost 8 bit feel about it. I think that piercing, high pitched percussive loop that is playing on the hard left of the stereo field would probably grate on my ears after a while though. Next up, a couple of tracks from a series Fantasy Star 2 Text Adventures. This series originally came out over the MegaNet service, but was later released on a compilation for the Sega Mega CD. As you might have guessed by the title of the series, its games draw from the lore of Sega RPG Fantasy Star 2, so a lot of what went on in the stories would have made at least some sense to its Japanese audience. We're about to hear Rolf Exploration and Rudo Action. Unfortunately, I don't have any information on the composers, but I hope you like the tracks all the same.
Rolf Exploration and Rudo Action from Fantasy Star 2 Text Adventures. That Rolf tune has a very convincing electro thing about it and its pulsating bass lines and strange ascending figures. It's not really what I would have expected from something out of a Fantasy Star game, but I was glad to hear it rolling on like that all the same. The Rudo action track doesn't really feel like an action theme to me. I don't know, maybe Rudo was a pretty laid-back character. If it weren't for the slightly metallic sounding voices, I'd be imagining this one as a James Brown style jam, for its polyrhythmic elements and funky guitar-esque riffing. This pair of tracks came as a surprise to me, that's for sure. We're moving on to a sportier affair now with Kiss Shot, a 1992 billiards game. In titles like this, you need to have a half-decent system of physics to underpin the gameplay, which Retro Gamer Magazine reckons Kiss Shot does not have. Still, I'm into this one personally, and the soundtrack matches up with it fairly well. Here's Title Screen and Nine Ball Game, composed by Naofumi Hataya and Hiroshi Kubota.
that was title screen and nine ball game from Kiss Shot. The title screen track is 16-bit COD Jazz par excellence. That's not even that bad a walking bass line on there. And while the lead voice isn't doing a whole lot, playing around a minor pentatonic scale with a blue note in it, I can hear an alto sax blaring that. What am I taking from all of this? Kiss Shot's billiards games are played somewhere underground, maybe even a little bit sordid. The nine ball game tune is a much more relaxed jam for when you're lounging and enjoying some tasty Suntory whiskey between games. The bartender knows you'll be here all night. They've seen your kind a thousand times before. Alright, enough of that. Let's go outside and get some fresh air. We're still knocking balls around though because it's time for Putter Golf, a 1992 Meganet title. Early on, this game may seem very leisurely, but don't be fooled, it throws some wild stuff at you as you advance, like ice obstacles and lava traps. Golf in hell, almost. We're about to hear title screen BGM2 and BGM1, both composed by E. Fugu.
title screen BGM2 and BGM1 from Putter Golf by Ifugu. I could have sworn that I'd heard of Ifugu someplace before, but upon doing a quick check, they only have another couple of audio credits for games I don't know, Dragon Crystal and Fatal Labyrinth, which incidentally is another Sega Mega Net game. I suppose Ifugu is just one of those names that sounds familiar somehow. Anyway, some quite meat and potatoes Sega Mega Drive jams here, which is not necessarily a bad thing in my book. It's not all about where these pieces go over their durations, but the rock-solid grooves they set up. BGM1 in particular is a real head nodder. I'm waiting for Ghostface Killer to start spitting some bars over that one. Moving on, and let's take a look at Hyper Marbles, a game from 1991 that plays a little bit like sumo wrestling, but for mono-wheeled robots. Mono-wheeled robot sumo wrestling, who wouldn't want to watch that? And who wouldn't want to give it a try for that matter? It's another basic title for the MegaNet service, but very playable like an old school party game should be. The soundtrack is probably the most brash of all of the collections I'm covering on this episode, so let's get into it and shake ourselves into life. Here's BGM1 and BGM4, composed by Masafumi Ogata and Toru Nakabayashi.
That was BGM1 and BGM4 from Hypermarbles. Some very high tempo stuff, replete with brisk clusters of high notes to accompany the spectacle of robotic warfare. That last track might even have snatched the title of Fastest Track of 2017 on Forever Sound version right at the death. It absolutely does not mess around. There is some seriously manic activity in terms of movement across the stereo field too. Composers Masafumi Ogata and Toru Nakabayashi had some chops for sure. Ogata worked on one of my favourite Sega soundtracks, the Japanese version of Sonic CD. And Nakabayashi worked on sound for several Sega arcade titles like Alien Syndrome, Altered Beast and Golden Axe. He's basically lived my dream professional life. We're just about done here for this episode, and by extension, for 2017. Yes, this is the last episode of the year. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. It's been great fun putting the show together and getting involved with the VGM podcast community, so rest assured that there's plenty more where this came from. Let's make sure that 2018 is at least as much fun. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email me at foreversoundversion at gmail.com. You can like this podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash foreversoundversion. And you can follow me on Twitter. The handle is fsvpodcast. Seeing as though this is the end of the calendar year, let's go out with something jubilant. The ending theme from 1991's Paddle Fighter, composed by Tease Music, a group of composers founded by Tomiyuki Hamada. Paddle Fighter is yet another oddball game. It's an air hockey simulator with stacks of two-player party potential. Can there be an ending to this sort of game? It would appear that there can be, and it warrants a rousing little FM synth ditty. Thanks again, and whatever you're doing at the back end of December, enjoy yourself and take care. See you in 2018.